it's been a long time since I've done this, but warm sun. <laughs> Come on. Oh, I thought you were going to start Feed me up uh, and yeah. I'm leery. I don't have that beautiful angelic voice that you have. Yeah, I don't have nah, that. Load me up. Swallow. Hold on, we're not there yet. <laughs> so the Batman loathing <laughs> for a change and I've slipped up mm -hmm. and I've fallen away. The Batman came out in 2022 and anyway so 2022 yeah i was like i can't fit it in i have to say 2022 so anyway regardless yes yeah. ladies and gentlemen we are back for another episode and it's kenneth and it's chris Talk and we are talking about the mother fucking batman the first oh, batman movie in a very long batman. time that neither of us were particularly excited about True story. Which. And I think that really helped going into it. That's what I was going to say. Which helped this movie immensely. Yeah. Because when you go in there thinking, and it, to be fair, we weren't thinking this was going to be a bad movie or a bad Batman movie. We just didn't think it was going to be as good as the previous movies that we had seen mm -hmm. before. Mm -hmm. Okay? And yeah, coming in with very low expectations, 100% helped this movie. Okay? Also... Knowing that it was literally two hours and 46 minutes, and it was a slow burn crime drama yep. or noir, mystery noir. Yeah. That also helped it too. For people that showed up at this movie at 10 o'clock at night thinking, ah, fuck, it's just a two hour Batman movie. This will be great. You know, it'll be boom, boom, boom. I'm only working tomorrow morning. No big deal. No big deal. Next thing you know, you're like, oh my God, it's like we're not even halfway through and nothing's happened. Mm -hmm. I mean, I saw Batman. That's cool. But anyway, so yes, yes. Needless to say, before we go any further, this is a good movie. This is a really good Batman movie. Okay. Batman is damn good. So, the budget for this, they say 20 million. 20 million? Or 200 million, sorry. Oh, 200 million. But I'm actually going to say it's probably about the 250 range. Yeah. Okay? Regardless, the box office, $759. Uh, $759.3 million. <laughs> they lost so much money. <laughs> they actually sold $759 million. And that is actually at, uh, going head-to-head -head with Spider-Man, No Way Home, for a good chunk of its run. Actually, no, it, no. it came no in way towards home the made, end. Yeah, No Way Home made 800 domestically. No, I know, but it's also, it came in towards the end of No Way Home's run. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah but still, March. so, and I will say it was hilarious on the Batman subreddit where they were just like, this movie will just fucking, like, like Spider-Man did 1.8 billion, Batman will do two. Like it'll beat it. And I was like, "There's no fucking way. No. There's no fucking no way." way. Even pre-COVID, this movie wouldn't have made 1.8 billion dollars. Yeah. Okay, it might have made a billion, but I don't think so. The because the problem is, is that and right away I said two hours and 46 minutes. That's the runtime. That's okay? a long runtime. So, not only is it a long runtime, this isn't like uh, like the pacing. So, No Way Home's pacing. Now, granted, it's about 20 minutes shorter. Yep. But No Way Home's pacing is quick, breezy, light. Mm -hmm. Then you get to the big hit in the middle of the movie, and then it's just like, okay. And mm -hmm. now it grinds to a halt. And then towards the end, then it starts to pick up. Yeah. This movie is just... Just very, like, we're going to take our time to get there, okay? But you can't tell, but it's a slow incline. Mm -hmm. So now we start doing this. And then it starts to do this, okay? The way this movie has been made, there's no way, like, repeat viewing? Sure, obviously people watch this movie plenty of times in the theater. Of course they did, yep. okay? But I'm not surprised that very few people did it. Yeah, it's it's um, 
Oh, it's that replayability thing again. I feel like it's a fucking amazing movie, but it falls kind of like in that same category as <clears throat> Logan, where it's like... You have to invest. You, you gotta invest, but you also gotta be in the mood. Because it's, yeah. it's dark. It's grim. The the dark, uh, actually, I don't think it's that dark. It is grim, uh, yes. And there are some stuff that I, I will touch upon that I was not happy with that they, they went in the some of the areas that they went. Yeah. Um... But like when people are like, oh, like totally emo and this and that, it's like, I didn't really get the emo stuff. Yeah. Year two Batman, young Bruce Wayne. It's and I, 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 thought, honestly, I thought it worked. I thought the Batman is a very appropriate title because it, this is a Batman movie. This isn't there's this top, like, even the Bruce Wayne that I you love see that. in this. The Bruce Wayne that you see in this is like Bruce in like in like consumed by Batman. Yeah. So he's not at the point where he's like, like the Batman that like you're familiar with, I'm familiar with, where he's Bruce Wayne by day, Batman by night, mm -hmm. and all the other stuff in between. No. It's just. It's all Batman. Batman. It's, it's all Batman. Batman. Okay. Okay. Hold on. Okay. 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 Directed by Matt Reeves. Yes. Okay. So right out of the gates, I knew the movie was going to look good. I knew the movie was going to be technically proficient. Mm -hmm. Okay. And knowing that he co-wrote it. I knew it was going to be pretty good. Yeah. Okay. I've seen a couple of his movies. Uh, actually, I think it's just the... Uh, I've seen all his movies. I. For me, it's just the two that... Uh, two Planet of the Apes. Two Planet of the Apes that I recall. And Cloverfield. Oh, I forgot he did Cloverfield. First Cloverfield. And, Whoa! Um, uh, let Me In. I didn't watch that one yet. Really good. I didn't watch that one because I really watched... Uh, I actually watched the, <laughs> the uh, foreign one first. Also an excellent oh, film. Oh, now that yeah. one. That one was so good. That's a great film. I remember like I was watching it because like, Showcase would show these foreign flicks, right? Mm -hmm. And that came up and, and I was just kind of... I was watching it and I was like, what is happening? And then I'm like, is that little girl a fucking vampire? Or I think it was a little boy. It kind of looked like... Regardless, it's been a while since I've seen it, but I was just like... Holy shit! So of course I watched it. I was like, "Fucking awesome!" Yeah. And the only reason why I didn't watch uh, the remake, even though people are telling me like, if you watch that one, you'll like this one. Yeah. Like it's its own. It's not exactly. A, and I was just like, I was just too close. Right. I was too close. So yeah. I was like, and then of course it just passed it. And, I, and like, I did that with the original. I, I waited because I watched the remake first. Right. Right. So I waited a bit to watch yeah. the original. And, I, I, and if you had seen uh, the American, like the Spike Lee joint, uh, Old Boy, I would say, wait. Actually, no. I no, I said watch the original. I think, yeah. Now that I think about it, I'd say just watch the original one. Wince that thing from your eyes. That's right. Wipe that completely <laughs> from your hard drive because. <laughs> oof. Oof. Oof! All whole buzz a masterpiece, but All right. that remake. So we've got written by Matt Reeves and uh, Peter Craig. Yep. Starring, I almost tempted you to not even put this here. Uh, Robert Pattinson as Batman slash Bruce Wayne. I was really tempted to just leave the bat, just Batman. But anyway, yeah. um, we've got Zoe Kravitz mm -hmm. who plays Selena Kyle. We know she's Catwoman. She doesn't go by Catwoman. She doesn't go by Catwoman, but I also I argue that she's not quite there. She's yeah. not quite there. She's close. She's close. I, I think in a in a sequel or a third movie when she eventually returns. Or her returns, own solo movie. If that happens. Because I think she could do her own solo movie. Yeah. Um, interesting what I thought about her, like Zoe Kravitz's take, was that she actually regarded Selena Kyle as a bisexual, which is what she's largely been portrayed in the comic books. Mm -hmm. Which I was like, yes, thank you for that. Mm -hmm. Then we've got... Uh, Paul Dano, not Zano, as some people have been known to say. Mm, nope, Dano. Dano, who plays Edward Nashton, the Riddler. I am so happy to see Paul Dano in a big budget film. Now, this guy is incredible. A little disappointed that they didn't call him Edward Nigma. Me too. But, but as we too. talked about it, it's very on That's coming, though. When he breaks out of Arkham, Yeah, I guarantee, because like, I know that like originally, I think... His first appearance is he was Edward Nigma. Yeah. Because it's clever. Enigma. Yeah. Oh, yeah. You know, and just like uh, one of his aliases was Mr. Dot E. Yeah. Oh. Yeah. Right? Um, <clears throat> but if I remember correctly, I think it was post-crisis, like the first one, mm -hmm. where they rewrote it so that 
His real name is actually Edward Nashton. Okay. And uh, he dropped Nashton and added an enigma. Okay. So, but regardless, so, I agree. I think so this probably what's going to happen here. It's going to yeah. be Edward Nigma. And uh, while visually, I'm still, I still don't like the look mm-hmm. because I'm so like it's so ingrained. But then I also didn't like uh, the Batman cartoons version of Riddler either. That Marilyn Manson looking. Oh yeah. yeah. Oh fuck, I forgot about that. Yeah, but also I didn't like the design for Joker in there either. No. Even though no. largely the con- the cartoon was all right, like it was actually not a ba- and it yeah. ran for a good couple of seasons. Yeah. Too. I think five. Yeah. So, anyway, so I still, I mean, it works, and when they explain the rationale behind like why he was doing this mm-hmm. you're like okay all right i get it um plus i mean it allows him to hide in fucking perfect dark right so yep. yeah so there was that aspect and yeah I that mean, opening the oh, fact that he's that wearing opening. the the hood and glasses over the hood i was like awesome yeah that's awesome but yes yes we'll get to the opening in a second. Cool. so then we get uh jeffrey wright playing james gordon Right away, that was my favorite part of the cast when they did their announcements. I was like, Jeffrey Wright. That guy's yep. amazing. Um, so for for me, Robert Pattinson, I put him in the uh, we'll wait and see category. I'm, I'm past the point now where I'll immediately just go, no, mm-hmm. there's no fucking you know, like, you'd think that after years, like, I'd learned my lesson. Because when they announced Heath Ledger as the Joker, I was like, yeah, fuck, are you kidding me? And now, he's my favorite Joker. Mm-hmm. Not only, like, the characterization that he and Nolan went with, but also his portrayal. Yeah. Okay? Nobody tops him for me. And, uh, you know, and that's me growing up with Jack Nicholson mm-hmm. and Mark Hamill. Okay? Mark Hamill is my second favorite. Period. I mean, Mark Hamill's my favorite. But live action, yeah, well, he's obviously. Anyway, uh, so then we've got, we've got uh, John Turturro. Yeah. Who plays Carmine Falcone. Falcone. I say Falcone because of known movies, but I think they said Falcone in this movie. They did say Falcone. Yeah. And I'm really hoping we uh, take a break from Falcone for a while after this. I really hope so too. I'm so done with the whole. There, yeah, yeah, there's some things we'll, we'll yeah. get to this. So then uh, we've got Peter Sarsgaard who plays Gil Coulson. Yeah, I was like, oh, Peter Sarsgaard. Wow. That's like, I did the same thing. I was you're, like, oh, wow, you're playing a nobody. And then I was like, oh, okay. You have so much potential. Actually, the second I saw him, I'm like, you're gonna die. Yeah. You're oh, not gonna yeah. make a sequel. No. Nope. No. Turturro was another one too, where I was like, you're gonna die. Mm-hmm. You ain't gonna be in no sequels. Uh, then we've got uh, Andy Serkis. Yeah. Who plays Alfred Pennyworth. And a very cool take on Alfred. I thought he Closer was... Closer to the Earth One style. Bar- borderline wasted for me. Borderline wasted. Mm-hmm. Yep. I, like, I agree. Like, the cane immediately, I was like, okay, they're going Earth One style. Yeah. Um, and, like, I, and I know that, you know, he was a secret service. Yep. You know, and all that stuff, which I'm all in. I mean, I was introduced to the secret service aspect of, uh, Alfred from the animated cartoon. Yeah, that's right. And I was just like, oh, that's cool. Mm-hmm. That's fucking cool. Um, now, if this version is going to be closer to the Earth One, I'm not going to like that because I don't like that Alfred. No. He's too much of a badass. Yeah. Like too, uh, a hard ass prick. Okay. But whatever. We didn't see a lot of him in this movie because massive spoilers. He gets taken out fairly early in this four-hour or three-hour movie. Yeah. Okay? That's why I'm saying borderline wasted. We get enough to say, like, see that the relationship with Bruce is largely, like, I mean, I'm going to take care of you and do the best I can with you, even though I think you're fucking crazy. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, I'm scheduling meetings at your house now. Have a fucking shower, you stink. Okay? I thought that was kind of neat. And then it, when they took him out, immediately I was like, ugh. I was so happy when he didn't die. I knew he wasn't going to die. I didn't think he was going to die, oh, yeah, but I was I really know. pissed that we spent a good chunk of this movie without him. Yeah. Um, but 
I mean, that's also my preconceived notions of what Alfred should be in a Batman movie. Yeah. He should always kind of be there as a voice of reason, but also as a point of support. Yep. So, okay, they took him away, and you kind of can kind of feel why the movie ends up where, or why Bruce starts to descend into madness, I guess you could say. The dark. Okay. Then we've got Colin Farrell playing Oswald Oz Cobblepot. I don't like that they emphasized OZ. Oz. I hated that. I actually was annoyed the entire time. I was Oz. like, just call him Cobblepot. Yeah. Just fucking call him Cobblepot. Don't call him Oz because you're trying to get away from Oswald. That's a classic name. Yeah. Okay? This isn't no, like, um, animal-related name because he's called the penguin. You mm. know what I mean? It's Or it's not like Enigma. <laughs> you <Yeah. know>? yeah. <laughs> if you heard Oswald Cobblepot, you wouldn't immediately go, he's clearly got a thing for penguin. Penguin. Yeah. Yeah. Or uh, his name would be like uh, Pear Eguin. And you're like, <laughs> Pear Eguin? You're like, yeah, you know, because that's peregrine. That's a type of bird. Come on, yeah, that's a deep cut. I'm fucking smart. No, I just read a lot. Anyway. Uh, so Colin Farrell is my favorite thing in the whole movie. Holy because man, he was amazing. Only because if you didn't know that it was Colin Farrell, I don't believe you would know. Every person... Every person that watched this movie that had no idea had no idea at the end of the movie either. My brother actually said when he watched it and saw the credits, I think it was my brother. Yeah, my brother said he saw it in the credits, yeah. Colin Farrell, and he was like, Colin Farrell was in that? That's what he said to me too. He's like, I had no idea it was him. I had no idea it was him until the end of the movie. Yeah. And I was like, exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Exactly. Uh, I have a controversial take on Colin Farrell or the Penguin. Film. Yeah. Um, also, a fucking laundry list of actors playing cops, criminals, mm -hmm. uh, innocent people. There's no fucking way I'm naming all of them. Yeah. Okay? It's a big cast. It's absolutely huge. And I had actually saved something here. Ooh. So that we can talk about. This is for me to reference. Okay. But we'll get to that in a bit. That's not like a right away thing. <clears throat> that is a... Okay, so. Um, largely, I love the movie. Yeah, you know, I fucking... I was blown away. Everyone told me that it was um, a slow burn. I didn't find it to be as slow as everyone made it sound to be. Like, I was so into it the whole time. You know what I fucking loved? I love the whole voiceover caption style of Batman talking. That. And the dialogue, the words. And, the, oh. uh, so the initial beginning. Yeah. Where, you know, it's just watching and picking a target type of thing. And the breathing. I was just like. Because I had heard that the intro is incredible. Mm -hmm. That they were like, the intro is fucking amazing. And I was just like, okay. All right. Um, but I wasn't expecting that type of intro. Yeah. This creepy fucking like voyeur bullshit where you're picking out a target. So I was like, oh my God. Like I literally was like, okay, all right, let's go. And then I was just like, whoa, mm -hmm. this. It, not quite like the meme you created of me where I was like, whoa, not quite like that or whatever the hell it was. <laughs> That's a great meme. I, I was, uh, I was four. It, it was the eyes too. Like, whoa. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. So, so I was editing that Peacemaker episode. I was like, oh, Oh, that's a difference that's, there. That's funny. <laughs> that's funny. But uh, anyway, regardless, so but I was, I was, I was in, yeah. right? Yeah. And then the second motherfucker starts like narrating like a comic book, I was like, "Oh shit! Oh shit!" I live in the shadows, and, he's like, and it shows all these different criminals, and they're all looking at the dark spots around them, just like yeah, he's like staring into it. I can't it, like, be everywhere. Maybe he's there. Right I now. can't be everywhere, so I have to like, oh, what the fuck was it? I can't be everywhere, but I can be. I can make them be afraid. I can use fear, something along yeah. those lines. And I remember just being like, oh, God damn, holy shit, <laughs> right? So, uh, yeah, so they did a really good job of doing this, where they go like, and then they went. No, no, now you're yeah, watching this yeah. fucking movie. Oh, yeah. You know? Yeah. Because, like, you, you like, just, like, like a gentle... this, yeah. And then you're just like, okay, no, no, no. I'm, I'm good. Let's let's watch this I watched movie. it with my dad. And then, okay, so it's three hours. Everyone's saying it's a slow burn. Which and... it is. 
It is. You're comparing which, it to seven. Which you notice when you watch it the second time. Yeah. And I actually, unfortunately, didn't finish it before this, and that's kind of why I was like, ah, can I have, like, more time? But I didn't ah, want to push it another week, yeah. right? So I was yeah. just like... Because the fucking flood weekend. I fuck. The I flood know. weekend, and plus the, like, lazy Sunday that I was like, I was just like, fuck. Yeah. But anyway, um... Like you were saying, you were watching with your dad. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, the whole time I was like, oh, I hope he likes it. I got a feeling he's not going to like it, right? And I'd look over every half hour. He'd be like, this is so good. This is, yeah. and when we watch the other, he's like, what's everybody talking about? And that's the <laughs> exactly. thing. Exactly. What is everyone talking about? And that's about? the thing. So, like, but when I say, like, the second time you feel it, it's because. I was now watching it because I wanted to be refreshed. Yes. So I wasn't like watching it like, yeah, I'm going to fucking watch this movie again. Mm-hmm. It was just like, it's kind of like homework, right? Right, right, So right. the mindset was a little bit different. So like you said with Logan, you got to be in it yeah. and prepared to watch this type of Batman movie. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Uh, however, there's a lot of really cool Batman shit in here. So like fucking buckle up, buckle up. So much. His introduction was awesome when we first get the scene mm-hmm. so the thugs are beating the shit out of the guy in the, yeah. the subway and all of a sudden it's just like because batman is always quiet yeah and this time he's like no, no no i want i want you to fucking hear me and they're staring into the dark right and then he comes through and, and just like just slowly the appears in the darkness like... now and i'll say this too i the my biggest complaint before I watched this movie was the costume. Yeah. Okay. Um, the cowl and the cape, no issues with. Mm-hmm. Absolutely no issues. But it was the armored, like bulletproof style armor, blah, 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 blah. But yeah. in motion, and that was the other thing too. I was like, I bet you when I see it move. I, that's all superhero costumes. Every time we're like, ah, we got to see it in motion. Yeah. Because it always looks better in motion. Yeah, exactly. The only exception is... Um, Anytime Falcap's costume is not CG. Ooh. Like when he's first standing, yeah. and he's it's all boxy, and yeah. it's all just... Yeah. It's but when he's fighting and wide. running around <laughs> and stuff like that, it looks really good because yeah. they thin it out. But yeah. regardless. So, but that whole fight scene was also awesome too because he like beats the shit out of the guy, and he's just like, I'm vengeance! <laughs> Which I didn't like the line when I saw it in the trailer. And right away, I was kind of like, oh, but I loved how that informed the rest of the movie. Because the guy he just saved wasn't like, thank you so much, man. Oh, yeah. they were going to kill me. He's yeah. just like, he doesn't Please want don't to hurt me. Like, he's like, I'm yeah. next? You're going to fucking kill me? Like, I don't yeah. want any part of this. You know, and I was like, I, I loved that they had normal people reacting like that. Because in reality, very few people are going to react positively to a guy dressed like a bat, mm-hmm. coming out of the shadows. Sure, he sh- he saved my life, but it's still just like, this is fucking crazy. Yeah. It's fucking weird, you know? And never mind the fact that, like, there's a pretty good chance that Bruce probably smells through the costume. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So again, it's not like, like, you always envision the heroes, like, bathing regularly, like I was like, like they obviously they smell good to yeah. a degree. But I've made jokes before where it's like, there's no way Peter Parker smells good when he's swinging around New York skyline, yeah. with smog everywhere. And sure, he changes his clothes, but someone's got to be like, where the fuck were you? Because you smell like outside, like you smell gross. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. And like anyway, yeah. Um, but I just I loved that the, that was a reaction, you know. And then uh, and the cops too, they're like. What the fuck are you doing? Oh, man. When They're like, Gordon, what is this? When he's following Gordon, when they're walking through all the cops, and I was like, this is cool. Like, they were uh, they like, were not like, like, oh, hey, Batman, or or even like, even in Nolan's Batmans, they weren't like, like, Nolan's Batmans, for the most part, were fine mm-hmm. with him, except for the crooked cops. It was yeah. largely the crooked cops that were just like, eh, fuck this guy, right? Yeah. Even like the Dark Knight were, uh, Harvey Dent's just like, hey, look, guys, you guys were all happy to let Batman do all this shit, but now, now all of a sudden you're just like, we need to call Batman in? No, nah, that's not how it's going to work. Yeah. We're not going to count down a Joker, right? But these cops were just like, no, who the fuck? You? Like, they were, the only thing I was surprised by was no guns were drawn like they were going to arrest him, right? Yeah. But again, that's, that's Gordon, right? Yeah. 
So, of course, they're just like, Gordon. And then, of course, he's like, nah, nah, he's with me. And, and they're just like, are you serious? Mm-hmm. Like, even they weren't like, okay, cool. They were like, are you kidding? Like, fine, whatever. Yeah. Fucking weirdo. <laughs> Go right on in. Yeah. Spritz some axe on you, too, next time, stinker. <laughs> I'm going to be saying that a lot through this just because I think it's interesting. Like, it's an interesting aspect. And I can see him just being so consumed. Like, Alfred told him to bathe. Yeah. Because he wasn't. No, he he get back, it's in the back cave with like fucking makeup he's running makeup down his face. smearing because yeah. you know, whatever, like he's not cleaning himself up. He looked like he hadn't bathed in a while. Mm-hmm. Oh, by the way, um I love Nirvana and I love that song. That's yeah. like one of my favorite songs. Yeah. But when that started playing, I was like, What? Oh my god. And that kept playing all the way through. I was like, man, you made me love that song all over again. That- yeah, that was fucking good. The bridge. Was yeah. Like, yes! Oh! It suited it so perfectly. Oh, so I thought that was going to be one of those things where they kept it to the trailer only, but I was really happy to hear it in the movie. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Oh, fuck. And the score was good. Score. The score was, that was an awesome theme. Like, to do a, a Batman theme that's up there with Hans Zimmer's and, and, and Danny Elfman's, like... Like, it's just crazy how good, yeah. like... Uh, like Man, but then again, we're also talking about Matt Reeves. Yeah, like it's uh, it reminds remind me a lot of Batman Begins in the sense that like you watch Batman Begins and confidence comes through, like Nolan's confidence in his vision mm-hmm. comes through the movie. Yeah, so that like you're just like, well, fuck, of course this is a great movie. Like, how could it not be? And it's the same thing. There's a level of confidence in this movie. I mean. This movie is two hours and 46 minutes, and they specifically wrote it so you could, it'd be really hard for you to actually cut things out. Yeah. They purposely make it so that it's almost impossible to cut anything out. Everything fits so well. But I can't. I can't actually cut I could too. I can't. And it still fits, and it still works, but I'm not saying that I would do this, Mm. okay? Because, like we've already established, as long as you're mentally prepared... To sit for three hours for this type of movie, yep. then go right ahead. Jump right on it. And the fight scenes. The whole, no, all, everything. All, all the fight scenes are great. Not one the fight choreography, scene. The choreography, the cinematography, place, everything. But was even fantastic. just like the build towards it. Like, yep. I liked how we watched him get better as he's going. Yeah. Which I thought was really awesome. Really, really awesome. You know what I really loved in this too? Gotham. Gotham looks fantastic. Oh man! It was when it wasn't quite possibly. <laughs> yeah, it was quite possibly my favorite looking Gotham City though in live action movies. Like when yeah, when they're, when they're at the the Iceberg Lounge, is that what it was? Yep. Yeah. This this shot from the Iceberg Lounge at Gotham. Through like those tunnels and overpasses and stuff, and you just see like, or when he's driving towards the Wayne Tower, right? And and, and they just zoom yeah. up the tower. I was just it's, like, this uh, just looks really cool. It kind of reminded me of uh, like Batman Begins version of Gotham. Yeah, because like Batman Begins version of Gotham is different from the Dark Knight and the Dark Knight Rises, and I think it's because I think. Batman Begins wasn't filmed in Chicago. Okay. And Dark Knight and Rises Dark Knight Rises were. But let me just actually yeah. no, I don't really it's not really that big. No, a deal. but but you're right though. Like I'm thinking like Batman Begins, yeah, Gotham's very different looking than that. And it's darker and it's yeah. just it feels like a character on its own. Yeah, exactly. Whereas in Dark Knight and Dark Knight Rises, it just looks like another metropolis city, you know? Yeah, exactly, and uh, I think that's probably the only time I've ever really said a negative for Dark Knight. Dark Knight, because yeah. but yeah, like in uh, Gotham, just kind of felt like another city. It mm-hmm. didn't feel like a, an actual right entity on its own, and this definitely gets back to that where it feels like the city's alive, mm-hmm. and there's also like a sinister aspect to this city. It's not yeah. necess- it's not like Metropolis where. Everything happens to good people. This is the one where it's like, eh, you're going to get fucking trampled on. You got to yeah. be careful. Uh, so, yeah, I agree. Yeah. I, I really, like, numerous awesome. times I thought that while watching it, I was like, I really love the way Gotham looks in this. Yep. 
I agree. Like, I could imagine the Court of Owls, like, underneath it. And, like Yeah, and you know what? I was kind of surprised that they didn't even have any sort of a mention about it because that was supposed to be one of the things that they were going to touch upon. In fact, Bruce was supposed to have been trained by the Court mm-hmm. of Owls. So I'm, I'm glad that they didn't have that I'm glad aspect. they didn't because there's so much in there already. But it's uh, not even that, but, uh, like... I, well, I'm specifically glad that they didn't have Bruce be trained by the Court of Owls. Yeah. Because it's like, that's a retread. We don't yeah. need to do that. Just leave. No, you don't need that at all. Yeah. Maybe Just touch on a little bit. And I hope the sequel's Court of Owls and Hush. Oh, we do. That's what I want the me sequel too. to be. Me I don't too. want Joker. Keep him locked up in Arkham for another movie. Yeah. Um, yeah. And I'll, I'll, I actually have a thought on that too. But yeah, yeah no, I agree. I, I'd like to see Court of Owls next. Mm-hmm. Um. Maybe hush for the third movie, but like introduce the Thomas Elliot character. That would work too. In the second one. Yeah. And then lead into Hush being in the third. Yeah. Um but largely keep Hush similar to the uh Jeff Lowe run. Ah, oh yeah, like, absolutely. Don't do too much to change it. No. You know, obviously it doesn't have to be like a super villain of the month. No. Like they did it, but but anyway, regardless they keep the look similar. They'd be like, get mask him up like the Riddler. Yeah, <laughs> really? Like, sure, you don't have to make him look superhero-y like he does. Yeah. You know, you can trick Tren- him Trench coat, rat face. Trench coat, rat face is really, and a bulletproof vest. Yeah. Like, that's, that's really it. all I need. Yeah. You know, he doesn't need to have an H symbol. <laughs> he doesn't need to let everybody know. He doesn't even have to call himself Hush. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I still is one of those like it was awesome, but at the same time, you're just like <laughs> you just imagine him sitting there in his room, just stitching an H on exactly, his trench coat. exactly. It's absurd. Like, now it's better. It's not even on his trench coat. It's like under his like overline costume that he yeah. has underneath the trench coat. Anyway, um, fuck, like the relationship between. Uh, Batman and Selina Kyle, I thought was really interesting. Really interesting. Because you could tell just by him dealing with her that he is, at this point, seeing the world in black and white. Mm -hmm. Good, bad. Yep. She's living in a world where it's good, it's it's black, it's white, it's gray, it's brown, it's like, it's everything. And she's seen it all, right? Uh, And you also get the sense that he's never been with a woman before. Yeah, it's definitely getting And this that. is the first time where you see a Batman who is weird around women. Mm-hmm. You know, and it's, again, because, like, our most recent memory is Nolan, and he's largely, he's essentially James Bond smashed into the Batman universe, yeah. right? So he's a little bit more suave than mm-hmm. you, you would think, right? But again, we're talking about a dude that's consumed by this. Yeah. This is his life right now, so... Not only is he weird around people in general, so when like they when he shows up and they're like, "Oh my God, Bruce!" and he's just like, like almost like, uh, <laughs> yeah. uh, "I don't really, I'm not here." No, uh, 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 hey, cool. No, don't touch me. Don't touch me. Um, but like just that aspect, like obviously, like he has no fucking clue how to talk to women. Yeah. He's weird around her. Um, almost incel-like, like borderline incel, which makes, again, makes sense. Like, mm-hmm. none of this is me going like, what the fuck are they doing? I was just like, it's a very interesting tape. Yeah. They're making him weird. Yeah, he was, he was very he's weird. weird. I've said it in previous camcasts. Like, I've said, I said specifically Batman is one of those where you're just like, like, all of them, on some level, people that don't know that they're Batman, or even, like, Nightwing, they'd be like, like, Nightwing, I think they'd be like, oh, you know, Dick is largely really, really cool, but there's just something a little weird about him. Mm-hmm. Whereas Bruce, they're, they're, I feel like most people would be like, that guy's a fucking weirdo. Yeah. Okay? Like, I mean, whenever he shows up to the office, like, sure, he's nice, and everyone, like, says hi or whatever, and he shakes hands, blah, 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 but hey, he's fucking weird. He's just fucking weird. These rich guys are weird. Whereas this one, they're literally like, the whole concept is weird. So everyone yeah. treats him weirdly. Like, even though Selena isn't as weirded out by him, 
she's still kind of like, because he's fucking wearing a fat costume. Yeah. You know? She has no idea what his face looks like. Yeah. But, uh... But again, chemistry. Ah. Oh. Yeah, like, I... The I, two of them together? I've never seen her in anything, so I had no idea what to what to expect. Yeah. But again, I wasn't... I was just like, look, this is a... This is a fucking big-budget tentpole movie that, like... This is, a, like, a Warner Brothers baby. Yeah. Like, this is the kind of thing where, like, when... The, the official Discovery Plus shifts into high gear and they start looking at what properties to keep and what properties to axe, mm -hmm. like possibly that Gotham Night show open. That gets axed. Yep. Please, God, axe this show so <laughs> fucking hard, okay? Or retool it so it's actually all Batman legit characters. Don't give me some fake, like, new son of his that no one's ever heard of, create a character for the purpose of the show. Uh, don't do that. But I guarantee you, the Batman stuff is going to be largely untouched. Yeah. And in the comic books, too. I think it's going to be... It's, it might even literally just be, here's the Batman line, mm -hmm. here's the smaller Superman line, and the Justice League line, and I think that might be it. Justice League line. Didn't they all die? They, yeah, they did. I read the book. They did. They what all, the fuck? They all died. But it wasn't written by Bendis, so you can't blame him. I just don't get it. There's like a hundred million Batman titles every month right now that Batman's very much alive in, and yet he's dead in Justice League. Yeah, and literally they're running Dark Crisis. Yeah. Where the Justice League are dead. But I'll do you one better. Okay, so Nightwing mm -hmm. is pretty much in a relationship with Barbara Gordon. Yeah. In the Nightwing book. Okay. And in most of the Bat Circle books, that's where it's at, right? Okay. Titans Academy, mm -hmm. he's with Starfire. Now, granted, it's set, I think, in the future, because Cyborg and Beast Boy are melded together. Weird. Beast Borg, I think it's called. I'm not sure. I'm... Borg Boy. <laughs> it's not Borg Boy, and it's not Cyborg, but I can't remember. Anyway, regardless, oh, is it Garborg? <laughs> now, I'm, now I'm just making shit up. Now I have no idea. But yeah, so there's a weird like there's a there's a, a no continuity really, and there's they're still doing the Future State books. I thought those were done. Uh, but the there's the Future State Batman book. Okay. So Jace, uh, Jace Fox is still Batman in that one. Right, 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 right. But yeah. now, like, apparently Nightwing is also in that book, and he's going to become Batman. So it's like, uh, yeah. there's, there's... Do they not? Oh, fuck. Yeah, so like... They got the same editors over there that they do for the movies. That's right, yeah. <laughs> fuck. And they're probably helping out with the Sony line, too. Yeah. Because they're just like, we don't know what we're doing, but uh, we'll offer an extra Hire us. <laughs> and Sony was just like, we'll take all the help we can get. And they're literally like, we're not going to help you at all, but we'll take a paycheck. And they're like, yeah, yeah come on in. Come on in. Anyway, getting back to, uh, so regardless of all that other yeah, yeah, yeah. bullshit. Um, okay, so if I'm going to say... I'm going to talk about my favorite parts about this movie. Mm -hmm. And I'm just going to... Because I, I did... Yeah, okay. So covered that, covered that. Uh, so there's this. And then we'll get to your thoughts and then the, the themes article that I have set aside. Okay. So, um, oh yeah. Maybe we'll get to my cuts. We'll see how I'm feeling. But uh, my absolute... It's, it's a one-two punch. My favorite thing about this whole fucking movie... Uh, three favorites. Three favorites. Okay. First favorite is the fact that they had Riddler be a dark mirror to Batman. Mm -hmm. And I even loved that they borrowed like the Spectre stuff where they showed like uh, Daniel Craig's James Bond looking at Christoph Waltz's uh, Blofeld. Yep. And they're separated between class, and you're seeing each other reflected in themselves. Yeah. And they did something similar with this, and I was I was looking and I was watching it, and when they when he speaks, and you're like, this is a fucking incel take on Riddler, but this is like the weaponized incel. This is the guy that got to the point where he's like, I can't 
fucking take it no more. Mm-hmm. And then he saw Batman and went, I can do, do that. I'll do it exactly like him. I'll be just like him. Because when he's just like, he's like, he's not like heartbroken that Batman isn't like, hey man. Yeah. You fucking did it. I know. We're fucking blood brothers. You know, like total stepbrothers. Like, hey, we're blood brothers. No. He didn't do any of that shit. Now, like, Riddler's like, what the fuck? I did this because of you. Mm-hmm. I did this for you. Oh, and also the fact that they, he, do they really imply that he figured out that Batman is Bruce Wayne? That part, I was just like, oh my god. Did oh, he that part where did he goes, serious? Bruce Wayne, and then they just, and then you could just see it in Batman's face, like, I was like, what? And I was like, what? And Are then, you serious? <laughs> And then that long pause, and then they keep going. And then wait, he just, wait, wait, what did he say after that? It was like, thought that he did or something. Yeah, like something. That. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just one of those like, like, like that long pause. Like, what is he Motherfucker. And then I was like, oh my god, that's so good. And then, like, you've got that, like, two sides of the same coin. Mm-hmm. That aspect, and even when he was just like, like, like all of this was because of you. Like, no, this is, this is bullshit. This is not how I wanted. Um, but my, this is my all time, at least my favorite. Batman lost. He didn't beat the Riddler. Yeah. Riddler fucking had his number all the way through. Yeah. And then was like, I'm in the diner. Mm-hmm. I'm in the diner. I actually have that down as one of my favorite parts. I was floored. It's such a well-written detective film that Batman loses. I was floored by that. And then I was like. Which is perfect for year two. I was like, okay, all right. Well, then how do you end it? Well, you end it. By having all the explosions still happen, and then Batman going to fight all these bad guys, and then looking down and realizing he can't be a symbol of vengeance. Mm-hmm. And he actually says, I have to be a symbol of hope. And falls back into the water and goes and starts physically helping these people get to safety. That that and then that aerial shot of him like walking them across the water, like all, all these in people. red with a flare. And that when he, like, when he actually I got, goes, look, I, goosebumps right I have to be a symbol again. for hope. Yeah. I was like, holy fuck, you guys just showed me something that I hadn't seen in any other Batman prior. Yeah. Okay? We always take it for granted that Batman's a hero, right? And you, even though you don't largely see him physically helping actual people, mm-hmm. it's just grand scheme things, right? Um, he's physically helping these people to the point where when he's about to put one of them on a gurney, they're, they don't want to let go of him. Yeah. So at the beginning of the movie, Buddy's like, "Get the fuck away from me!" Well, yeah. You know, I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't kill me. Yeah. Okay. You know, and now it's like, now you've got people saying no. Now you'll have that aspect where people will go, "Fucking Batman's such a fucking weirdo," and then you'll have people going, "Yeah, no, he saved my cousin." Yeah. You know. Oh fuck, man, that scene when like, he's, he's moving the rubble and he puts his hand in, and that woman's just like looking at him, like she's she's afraid to go near him, and then. She finally just reaches out and grabs it, oh. and then everyone starts coming out. Oh if, if man! If they ended it with oh, Batman man. losing and like in the jail mm. cell, okay, yeah. fine. This is a great. This is a very like a fine, worthy addition yeah. to the Batman franchise because all the movies are part of this giant franchise. Mm-hmm. It's all just constant reboots. Okay, yeah. it's constant reboots since the very first black and white fucking serial that they had. Okay, mm-hmm. when you have this fat fuck. In the worst fitting floppy ear Batman suit, okay? Yeah. Everything after that, it's a reboot. It's all reboots, okay? But if they didn't end it like that, I'd be like, okay, all right, we're good, yeah. we're good, we're yeah. good. That ending, I was like, oh, okay. Oh, fuck. It, it, Holy yeah. fuck, was yeah. that awesome. Oh. So when he's talking to Rither in the jail cell, I was like, this might be one of my favorite Batmans ever now. It might. It's not. It might be. It's not, but it's. And then after that, after that end, though, oh, man, that end. It's still not for me, and I'll explain why, but it's, fuck. Like, I... I am excited for the franchise. I am excited for this new trilogy. Oh, I'm so down with I'm you like, now. I want to see more of but this. But now, because of how great this is, after me having low expectations, my expectations aren't going to be low for the season. Yeah, it's going to be tough, but I will so, say, fuck. maybe don't do two, uh, two hours and 46 minutes. Yeah. Maybe don't do that. Three and a half. Yeah, let's make it funny. Just go full four hours. We're gonna do four and a half. Court of Owls and Hush in the same movie. Top Snyder yeah. and do a four and a half hour movie, or four hours and one minute, just yeah. to say. Yeah, just bam. But uh, yeah, 
fuck, man. Like, that whole ending when he's saving people and he does the uh, the outro monologue. Yeah. Same thing. He's like, I have to be a... He, he, I'm telling you, when he said Simple for Hope, I'm like, mm-hmm. Mwah, mm-hmm. thank you, thank you. You gave me a Batman that I didn't know I wanted. Mm-hmm. I forgot that he uh, he's a superhero. Yeah. You know, like, yeah, you, exactly. well, I mean, you take it for granted that he's helping people on a lower level. Yeah. Okay? Um, so, you got anything Anything else you want to add? Um, I think we pretty much touched on everything. Let me see here. Okay. Getting tired of Carmen, Carmine Falcone. Yeah, we, we touched upon that. that. Uh, but I think... Uh, yeah, no, I got it. Largely, that's pretty much done. Joker scenes, my only thing left. Yeah, which we'll talk about. So. Okay, so uh, what I'd like to see from the sequel, mm-hmm. and I think this is what's going to happen, is we're going to see more Bruce Wayne becoming closer to the Bruce Wayne that we've normally seen. Yeah. So he's going to be more of a public face, but I actually think that it's going to be closer to um, like Grant Morrison's version where he's specifically more philanthropic. Like, he's specifically doing things to help Gotham. It's not just, like, throwaway lines where, you know, you know, uh, Bale's Batman, or Bruce is saying, like, you know, it's all just through various charitable donations and mm-hmm. things like that. You know, it's... And he's going to be less about buying hotels to yeah. show off his wealth and more uh, programs to help poor people. Yeah. And programs to help people with mental health and programs to better Gotham in general... So that he's helping as Batman and as Bruce Wayne. Yeah. I think that's kind of where, I, at least I hope, and especially when we get to the themes article that I'm going to uh, touch upon, and we'll discuss that too, I actually think that's where they're going, based yeah. on the stuff that we saw in this movie. Do you agree? Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. No, now, I'm just, yeah. Real quick. I, you're definitely going to see more Bruce in the, in the sequel. Especially now that he's got more of a connection to to the people of Gotham. So here's my cuts. Okay. Okay. So my gut is to immediately cut Peter Sarsgaard's character. Okay? Yeah. But it's Peter Sarsgaard, so you cast him for a reason, and he was great in his role. Mm -hmm. But I felt like there was maybe one or two uh, red herrings too many. Mm Mm-hmm. So you could have removed one of the red herrings, or at least have maybe one of the deaths or two of the deaths happen off scene, right? Okay. Yep. So maybe be the death that we saw in the beginning of the movie, be like the fourth death in. Okay. So that yep. by the time we get to the fifth death and then to Sarsgaard, you know, maybe we've cut out five, ten minutes, okay? Mm-hmm. Um, the other part where I would cut is the car chasing. While I love the fact that it was done from Cobblepot's point of view. Yeah. So it was like he's trying to outrun this phantom bat in a fucking cool looking Batmobile, by the way. That, that is a sweet Batmobile. That's fucking sweet looking. Fucking sweet, sweet looking. Yeah. Okay. Uh, even in the first shot of it, I was like, like I, I, I you know, Tumblr, okay, fine. But even like uh, Snyder's more Batmobile looking versions, yeah. I was like, yeah, okay, okay. So to have this be a car. I was like, I don't know, but I was still just like, that's fucking sweet. Mm. <laughs> that was fucking sweet. Hey, oh, so, so anyway, cool. so while the scene was awesome, we could have shaved off a couple minutes there. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so let's say I've now officially saved off 15 minutes. Okay. Fine. Here's the controversial one. I would actually remove almost all of Colin Farrell's parts in this movie because honestly, you could remove his entire plot line and not affect the movie at all. And I'll back this up by saying you could have introduced him in the beginning mm-hmm. and sort of showed him at the end because Carmen Falcone or Falcone is dead now. So obviously someone's going to take his place. Obviously it's going to be the new owner of the Iceberg Lounge. Yep. Cobblepot, right? Mm-hmm. Obviously. So you show him in the beginning, show him at the end. The only reason why I wouldn't actually cut it is because the fucking is because of Colin Farrell. Uh, I mean, it's just like I'm saying you could cut it. I'm saying I wouldn't. <laughs> that's that's where I'm at. Like gun to my head, yes. Gun to my nuts, yes. 
Okay? <laughs> then to my wife, fucking right. Bye, Colin Farrell. But other than those scenarios, I wouldn't do it because the fucking portrayal is insane. Yeah. Like, it's just fucking crazy. I, I do agree that you could cut those and the movie would still work. Safely. Safely. But they all are so amazing. And that's why, what I said... That car scene is fucking insane. It is. But at the beginning, oh I said Matt God. Reeves' script is pretty fucking airtight. Yeah. So it's like, they intentionally make it so that you have to sit here for two hours and 46 minutes. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I mean, I never really felt a drag to it at all the whole time. And that's Not impressive. No, no, and yes, yes, yeah. it is. So now, uh, and I thought this was very, very interesting. So I didn't think of it at the time, okay. but then this article mentions it, and uh, so there's an obvious class conflict in this movie. Okay, you got the rich, mm -hmm. whether they're good, bad, whatever. Then you've got the poor. And then you've got everyone in between. So then you look at, so this says, like, three of the primary characters, Batman, Riddler, and Catwoman, they're all orphans, which I was like, oh, right, yeah. Yeah, yep. Okay? <clears throat> but they're all from different economic backgrounds. Batman oh, obviously yeah. grew up privileged. Riddler only knew torment. Right. And Catwoman experienced hardship, mm -hmm. right? So Riddler's frustration with his upbringing leads him to lashing out against the wealthy. Right. So they're the obvious enemy because this would never have happened, yep. right? If, yep. if it wasn't so out of the, out of nowhere, right? And uh, also, it reflects the criminality being born out of necessity. Okay. So the idea being like, if the city's better for everybody, mm -hmm. there's less need for people to go for crime. Obviously, if there's bad people out there, they're going to do bad things. But there's also people that get into crime because you know they they had shitty family. Yeah. So then their family becomes the gang that they they bodied up with, right? Or they don't have any fucking money, but they need to eat. They need a new pair of shoes. They need all these things that, like, you, specifically, like, between you and me, would take for granted because you've never had to, you never actually had to sit there and go, I don't know when my next meal is going to happen. Yeah. You know? Now, I'm not going to say that I miss that level, but actually with the food, yeah, there was aspects. There were times where I was like, I don't know. I don't know what's going to happen. But regardless, so that I thought was like, oh, wow, this is really interesting, right? And, of course, there's aspects to the Riddler where you can kind of you kind of go, oh, he's right. Yeah, no. You I, know, I caught that a little bit. I was you like, know, where you're just like, oh, fuck. Yep. Fuck, you know? Uh, and the only real reason why uh, Riddler would be wrong is to think that you can affect the change through violence. Right. Because like violence begets more violence, yep. love begets more love, okay? I'm not saying you have to constantly, you can't ever fight. Obviously, at some point, you have to take a stand, but it has to come from a place of love. You have to be able to say, look, I'm putting you down because you can't really stop yourself. Mm -hmm. But once we're done, I'm going to try and help you. Yeah, you know, and it's like, uh, like one of the things that kind of misses in a lot of representations of Batman is that Batman will put you down, right? But there's no like, like plenty of writers have had it. So Batman's offering opportunities to these villains to get out of that life. Mm -hmm. You know, I've seen it in Nightwing comic books. I've seen it in Batman comic books. I've seen it in, like Spider Man, where it's like even Superman. It's our yeah, I'm going to stop you because you're doing the wrong thing. Yeah. But, look, I'm here to help you. You don't have to do this. We can figure something out. Here's this card. You go talk to this person. Mm -hmm. And they go, like, it's fucking Bruce Wayne. You talk to Bruce Wayne. It's like Batman giving him the card. Yeah, you yeah, talk yeah. to Bruce yeah. Wayne. You see him in the morning. He'll get you set up with something, right? <clears throat> and even, like, Chuck Dixon, his early run with Nightwing, when he first went to Bloodhaven, that's what Nightwing was doing. Like he was like, "Hey, you know what? You don't have to try and steal money from me." Uh, no, it was a bum. He was like begging for spare change, mm -hmm. right? And the first thing he does is he's like, "Is look, I'll give you this, and it'll get you a hotel. Like you can either smoke and drink it, or you can get yourself a hot meal, get yourself a room for the night, get yourself a hot shower, clean yourself up, and go see this person." And it's like Bruce Wayne. You go see this person, they'll get you a job. 
little things like that, mm-hmm. right? So, and I think that's kind of the Batman that we're going to start seeing because in comparison to uh, Nolan's Batmans, and I, I said this to you, like, it's a fascist wet dream. Oh, yeah. You know, like, when you really think about it, if you don't think of it in the terms of Batman being a hero, and you just kind of go, well, of course he's going to do that, because if he doesn't, then he can't stop the Joker, or yep. whatever the case may be. But it's right there with authoritarianism, where you're just like, wow, actually, yeah, it's pretty fucking, it's pretty close. Mm-hmm. You know, whereas this one's more of a neoliberalism, helping everybody. You know, because if you help someone, you help everyone. Everyone. I get it. Right. Yes. And even like, uh, like they actually talk about the depiction of Batman, but like, uh, they question Batman's ethics and focusing on his material wealth, mm-hmm. right? With the previous ones. Yeah. This one is they're basically saying that Batman, i.e., Bruce too, should be more philanthropic. Like, even that one woman, uh, she was running for mayor. Yeah. And she was like, you can help. Yep. You can do more. And I, and if you decide to change your mind, give me a call. And he's just like, yeah, sure, whatever. <laughs> uh, I don't know what you're saying. Uh, the light. Where's my Batman cape? You know? So I was like, man, like, that's actually really, really cool. They, they do touch upon the Thomas Wayne. So when they reference Thomas Wayne... Mm. And they were like, well, you know, he was trying to help and he didn't realize he was getting money from me, Falcone. I didn't like that. No. I was like, oh. That was the one part of Scott Snyder's run uh, where I I didn't like how they were trying to muddy the Waynes up a bit. Yeah. You know, they're trying to say. They're not like, this picture-perfect picture thing. Yeah, they're like, well, you know, like. Martha had mental health issues and all this stuff. And I was like, you don't need to do that. Mm -hmm. Don't do that. Okay? That doesn't make the story any different. That doesn't change the way I look at Batman. Yeah. So don't do that. Because it's like, well, what's next? What are you going to do? Are you going to have it so that uh, we find out that Ben Parker, uh, the reason why he was killed, was actually, it wasn't just a random act that Spider-Man could have stopped. The guy was going to gun for uh, Ben Riley regardless because Ben Riley owed money, because he didn't have the money to pay for something, so he gambled and then got in deeper. Is that where we have to go? No, we don't need to do that, okay? So that's that was one of the things I didn't like that they did that, but uh, other than that, uh, that like those themes I thought were really, really interesting. Yeah. That class aspect. Yeah, no, that's really cool. I never even thought of it that way. Yeah, me either. And then I, I caught this and I was like, Oh, like yeah. it's just a simple like they're all three are orphans. It's like, oh yeah, they are. Yeah. And you don't really even think about Four. it. Four now. I'm yeah. an orphan now too. Yeah. Yeah, well. Yeah. Yeah. You are not laughing, but when well, your I'm, mother said I, that yeah. to me at her house, that was one of my first thoughts. What, was what, oh shit, I'm I'm actually an orphan now. And she said that to me. She said she one, said, of, one of the first thoughts I had. Oh talking about when her parents Yeah, came she on. said when uh, when my dad went uh, I was like, well, what do I do? Like, I'm an orphan now. And I looked at her and I said, that's exactly what I thought. I made a joke, but like, yeah, just like Batman. But like, that was one of my first thoughts. Yeah. Which was nuts. It's crazy. Think about it. Mm-hmm. You know, because you don't, and I mean, like, it's it's the circle of life. At some point. Everyone goes through it. Exactly. At some point. You just hope that exactly. yours is later than, than earlier. And no kidding. Like, it is ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. And, like, and I even said, like, one of the hardest parts about it was the fact that, because uh, like Grammy's death hit me hard. Yeah. You know, uh, because she was a surrogate mother to me. Oh yeah, absolutely. Right? And Steve's death hit me hard mm-hmm. because, you know, because we weren't the friends that we used to be, you know? Yeah. And uh, so then you wrestle with losing you had no more time with them ever. Mm-hmm. You never have the opportunity to see this person get out of that hole. Yeah. Right. But also, there's so much underlying guilt because you're just like, I should have done more. I could have done more. Right. Mm-hmm. But I mean, we all make choices, and he chose to live the life that he did, and yeah. I chose to say, okay, well, if you're gonna do that, then I, I can't really. And it's not like I didn't talk to him ever, but it was still, it was never. 
the way it was. So then, and, and then when mom went, mom with mom, it was just like, because I tried hard to keep that relationship, like to have a relationship with her, and it just didn't happen. So it was like, it was still hard. It was yeah. harder than I thought it would be. But with dad, I was like, I'm going to make sure that he knows I love him. Mm-hmm. So I put in all this effort. And I basically put... I put, uh, I said, this is, you're going to put so, like, you're going to inhabit a larger part of my life. I'm making you inhabit a larger part of my life, okay? Because, you know, I was seeing him, like. You're going two, three times a week. Two, three times a week. Yeah. Uh, you know what I mean? Yeah. And so I purposely made a section for him bigger than ever. And now it's like, now there's this giant hole. You know, yeah. so that's the hardest part. That's the hardest part about this whole thing. Yeah. Um, but it's still something that we all have to go through. Mm-hmm. So it hurts. It hurts so fucking much, and it's it's never not gonna hurt. But eventually, I will get to a point where it's it's manageable. Yeah. You know. Or you can actually, like, carry on. Like, I, I don't... Even... This is the only time of all these deaths that I've had in the last couple of years, this is the only time where any time that, uh, that negative voice decides to sit there and go, yeah, but you could have done this. Or you could have done this. Or, you know, there's a lot of times where you could have handled that better. Mm-hmm. And then I, I, this is the only time where I've actually sat there and said, okay, but I did the best that I absolutely could. Oh, fuck okay? it. Okay? I made mistakes, mm-hmm. but I'm also not human. Like, I'm not perfect. Yeah. I, I'm going to make mistakes. I've made mistakes with, like, all my friends and all my family. I've made mistakes. Yeah. Okay? But we all have. So shut the fuck up. I'm dealing with so much right now. Being I don't need you <laughs> to suddenly go, hey, you're a fucking loser. You know? Why don't you just crawl up in an alcoholic bliss and fucking stop trying, keep people at arm's length because the closer they get, the harder it gets. You mm-hmm. you literally prove this. No. Fuck that. Yeah. You know, it's uh it's the way things it's the way things are always gonna be at some point. I'm gonna have to say goodbye to this life. Mm-hmm. Okay, uh, honestly, <laughs> honestly, I hope that uh, I hope that I have a good, good fucking chunk of life left, though. I really do, because uh, I'm not not ready. But but even with Dad, though, I knew that it was gonna come at some point. Because I, I said before. I mean, you've been saying it for years really right for the last couple of years so, i'm saying you know but it doesn't it's make it easier a hundred percent true you never know how much time you have no no you never know and i mean like i said earlier we were going to finish justice league mm-hmm. and i specifically wanted the four-hour justice league because my argument was my mentality was by the time we're done watching that I'll buy fucking Spider-Man. I'll have it. Yeah. We can fucking watch that together. Yeah, exactly. You know, and then we would have gone from whatever else to whatever else, but... I couldn't get over how quick it was because, yeah, you came over and you grabbed it, and then next time you called me in the morning right away, I was like, oh, it's bad news. You never call me that early. (laughs) You you know, when you get an early call, you just know it's not something good. Yeah. Yeah, but, uh... Anyway, Batman... (laughs) Fucking Debbie Downer. <laughs> wah, wah. Ladies You went full out Bruce Wayne over there. <laughs> Not quite. I couldn't. I no. couldn't uh, Need more but, eye makeup. Uh, yeah. <clears throat> oh, before I forget. The fucking glider suit? Mm. A, it looked awesome. It looked amazing. B, the it land- was realistic. And the landing hurt. The landing? I was like, holy shit. So how's it land? Oh, he just crashes into the oh, ground. Oh, he doesn't. Ooh, he literally ooh. doesn't. Bam! He just hits things and yeah. rolls around. I was, I was stunned by that, but I was like, man, fuck yeah, fuck yeah. That was awesome. So, uh, so ladies and gentlemen, 
Thank you so much uh, for joining us on what turned out to be a surprisingly emotional ending of the Batman uh, camcast. Yeah. Uh, it's probably going to happen for the next little while. It's still fresh. Oh, yeah. It's going to be fresh for a while. I'll try to keep the tears down to a minimum, but anyone who's watched our camcast know that I'm a little bit of an emotional uh, person. We're and, all marshmallows. Uh, so, again, thank you for joining us. Uh, we really appreciate it means more than you will understand because we get to do what we were going to do anyway yep. but you guys are along for the ride and that's awesome uh keep on subscribing keep on liking keep on giving us comments give us suggestions too because i mean i mean we're flying by the seat of our pants here we're pro mostly just kind of figuring out what to do and stuff like that so if you've got any thoughts let us know and as always, you can see us on fucking YouTube, you can see us on Facebook, you can see us on Twitter, you can see us on Instagram, you can see us on geekpantsmedia.com, and you can hear us on Google and Apple Podcasts and SoundCloud. And uh, again, thank you so much. And, uh, and finally, warm sun, <laughs> feed me up. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> Oh! <laughs>